The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. With crystals like folders, picking up momentum, rolling like boulders. They call me ice, but I'm really much colder. My rhymes is heavy, like the weight on my shoulders. I'm spitting that red hot smoldering lava. I fight to the end, like the Navajo. Crack a bottle, though. Make it the goose with cranberry and triple sec. Triple my check, I feel the ripple effect of a fool on the loose. I hit you from every angle, from obtuse to right. Street shit like JJ of Dino. Slide me some dough, I'll show you an execution in the flesh And promise not to leave nothing left If you vomit, I keep stabbing, shooting, damaging, looting Till it ain't no disputing who the greatest is What's up, party people? Yeah Just hit me What's up, party people? Thanks for joining Mike Robertson Boulevard Live on a September Tuesday night. Damn. September the... What's today? The 8th to 8th. Damn, boys. Moving on along, party people. Moving on along. But look, I got a nice, hell of a dope show for y'all tonight. Um, And like many of my shows, we're going to get right into it because at the end, you're going to wish we had more minutes. God damn it. Live in the house. Oh, well, let me say hi to Portis first. How you doing, Portis? R- 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 raise the roof. <laughs> she said, what up? What's up, y'all? Hey, so anyway, in the house tonight, I got one of my comedy brethren uh, that is getting busy on the scene, man. Uh, comedian, uh, producer of the Sugar Shack, uh, performing on big stages, little stages, in front of the top-notch stars and everything, man. So we're going to dig into this brother's story because you never heard a story like this. Give it up for my man, Stacy Taylor. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate what up? What Appreciate up? It. How you doing, dog? I'm doing good, man. Cheers, good. man. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to freedom. Cheers to freedom. <laughs> Cheers to freedom means Cheers something different to everybody, right? Yeah, it really does. It really does. <laughs> Definitely for me, it means a whole lot more than <laughs> most people. You know what I mean? My freedom is really freedom. You know what I'm saying? Freedom so, is really freedom, yes, huh? Sir. To you, for me, huh? yes, it is. Yes, sir. Man, well, you know, we could go ahead and get into it because you have been doing comedy now for what? Two years now? I've been doing comedy for about three years now. Three years so, now. Three, okay, three, three years now, and you had a limitation because why? Well, you know, I was in prison for I had a life sentence in prison. So, Man. And I wound up doing 23 years of that uh, life sentence. Well, not 23, 22 months. 22 years, 10 months, 11 days, 32 minutes, 52 seconds. Give a check on a second because I was crying out my left eye, you know. Got to keep it gangster, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, got a little blurry, so. Yeah. Damn, man, 22, damn near 23 damn years, 23 bro. Years. Yes, really? Sir. Yeah. Damn. Long now, did, did you have, was that your time from the beginning? No, I had a life sentence from the beginning. So I had life with the possibility of parole. So after so after so long being in prison, they started considering me for parole. But it took me eight additional more years to get out because I had been fucking up so much. Damn. Yeah, I, I went to five parole board hearings. On the fifth one, they finally let me out. Really? Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Oh, okay, so eight years earlier, you could have got out? It was a possibility I could have got out if I wouldn't have been fucking up. Ah, oh, But, damn. you know, I, you know you, I was 22 when I got to the pen, you know. So it's like I got a life sentence. I'm 22. It's like, you know. Like I got to be up. here. I'm going to be here comfortably. You right. know what I'm saying? The only thing people in prison understand is violence. You know right. So let me be violent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. So, you know, and that's how that went. You, know? <laughs> you had to come in there like, yes, leave me the hell alone. Well, you know, huh? I, I mean, I wasn't no hell of a guy, but my name kind of preceded me. You know what I mean? Before I got to the pen, I've been out in these L.A. streets since I was a kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, then I played all the the juvenile halls, the camp programs, the YA. So it was like I wasn't a stranger, you know what All I mean, right. to the you know to the jailhouse yeah. world. So it was just I just kept graduating, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Juvenile yeah. hall, <laughs> graduate to camp, camp to YA, YA to the pen. You know what I'm saying? I made it to college. Goddammit, <laughs> did I learn, program, boy. Huh? It was a, a real college learning experience too, boy. They oh. say the two greatest places in the world you can learn at is, is, is college and prison. 
That's the most knowledge is in two of them places right there. Damn. Without a doubt. Believe it. Man. Believe that. Kids out there, man, choose the college route, Please, man. the college. It's, co it's costly, <laughs> but the prison costs more. You <laughs> it really does. Believe me. Take it from me. I know. Wow, man. That is crazy. So you started off with a life sentence. So really, you didn't know if you would ever get out, right? I didn't know if I would ever get out. Wow. And so that's why I was fucking up, because, like, I'm not going home, shit. You know what I mean? Right. So, and then, uh, like, about 2005, I picked this book up called The Secret, and it changed my whole existence of living. Really? Yeah, because The Secret is a book talking about energy. And it tells you if you change your, you know, change your thoughts, you can change your life. I said, well, shit, that ain't hard to do. I'm a little dummy, but I know how to change my thoughts. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. I can do that part. Let right. me see if this shit works. You know what I'm saying? But, right. And I changed my thoughts, and it talked about energy and how you, the energy you put out in the universe come back to you. And I said, let me apply this. And I started applying it. And as you see, I changed my thoughts, and I no longer sit in prison. You know what I'm saying? Man, that uh, shit really works, man. I read really that does. shit, too, by the way. It works. And... It's like the law of attraction. The law of attraction. And your thoughts are powerful, thoughts man. Are po thoughts become things. Yeah, thoughts become things, man. And you sit around thinking about this shit all day long, whatever it is. Thoughts become things. Your subconscious mind don't know the difference between whether that's a good thing for you or not. It just tries to achieve those things. That's right. Yep. Wherever that energy is focused, that's what the universe is going to draw to you. We like magnets. Yeah. We draw people and things to us. Yeah. So... Damn. So when you changed your thoughts, what did you change them to? Shit, everything I thought the first time, I did the opposite because the first thought was always fucked up. <laughs> shit, <laughs> that was always fucked up. So I said, I'm going to do it. No, I'm going to do the opposite of that because uh -huh. that shit is always wrong. You know what uh, I'm okay. saying? So I just, you know, I just started, you know, I just, you know, you just, I got clarity. You know what I mean? It gave me a sense of clarity as far as like, uh, you know, the things that I did. And I had to start looking and say, you know, okay, well, when I did that, I got this reaction. So if I do this, let me, I get a better reaction. So let me, you know, let me work with that. You know what I mean? So I changed how I greeted people, talked to people. You know what I mean? I changed how my energy, you know, because, like, energy is serious. You know, some people you can meet for the very first time. You don't even know this person. Mm -hmm. You can just feel in and be like, I don't like that motherfucker. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. off the bat. You just, yeah. you feel it. some of them you meet and you feel like you've been knowing forever. You know, you just met him for the first time. You, Man, what's up? Man, oh, man my brother, man. You, you know, yeah. you be like, I like this dude, yeah. man. Because that's the energy that he exudes, you yeah. know what I'm saying, yeah. in the universe. So Yeah, Yeah, and if, if that energy is close, remotely close to your energy, you'll connect. You Because it's the law of attraction. Right. Without a doubt. Damn. And and one could go even one step further and say you attracted that person to you. You attract everything and everybody to you that's in your life, good, bad, yeah. or indifferent. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all with your thoughts. Yeah. Because thoughts become things. Man, this is not fake shit right no, here, no, man. That's shit. real. It's real life. So you got there. How old were you when you got there? I got. I went to jail at 22. 22. I, I got to prison at uh, 23. Okay, so you were um, a, an adult already. I was an adult already. Damn, so what does one do to get life at 22? Well, uh, shit, you can do a bunch of shit, I, like I did. <laughs> <laughs> shit, for one, you know, uh, the, the first thing I did, I got, uh, I got, uh, I got busted with uh, 40 gallons. 40 gallons? A PCP. 40 gallons of PCP? And a kilo of cocaine and some couple ounces of weed. And so while I'm out on bail on that case, two years fighting that case, I catch an Aiden in the bed and attempt to murder robbery. Okay, look, let's not jump past the 40 <laughs> gallons <laughs> of PCP. 40 gallons of PCP. First of all, where do you even have 40 gallons? In a big-ass truck or no, something? I had it in the house. Well, it, oh, you it, had it, was it in, in the house? house. Yeah, it was in the oh, house. Oh, it was in yeah, the house. Yeah. Okay, so you was cooking it? Well, we, we used to cook it, but we just came from, we was getting ready to put the show together. And uh, long story short, some bullshit happened, so I had to wind up moving it from where it was. To, uh, to my house, to my little spot I oh. had, and the smell and all that shit. Ooh. Somebody called, and next thing you know, they was in that. The <laughs> they, smell. They had that motherfucker surrounded, and <laughs> the block quarantined, and people with hazmat well, uniforms they like this, on. Like, yeah. No, they know they had the hazmat uniforms on. They came and quarantined the whole block. Damn. We don't know what the smell is. We need to get everybody off the block. Uh, they came man. in hazmat uniforms and trucks and everything else. I said, shit, damn. I was down the street. Funny part about it, I was down the street sitting in the car. With, with, with my brother and my girlfriend at the time when they went and raided the house. I drove off that motherfucker so ah, fast. Man, man. woo, shoot. That 40 friend. gallons. Yes, Let me tell you a story, man. I never fucked with no PCP before. Smart man. But I was with some dudes, right? Yeah. My cousin and another cat and me was in the backyard. 
and they was basically they was selling some PCP, right? Yeah. They had this little tiny little, little bottle. Vi- bottle, right? Yeah. Tiny. Yeah. And they was like basically dipping it in the bottle just a little bit That's and it. then Blow sucking it on it to draw it into the cigarette, right? Yes, sir. A little bit. So so that's why I'm tripping off of these 40 gallons. Okay. Now, look, I didn't hit it, right? Mm-hmm. They were smoking it. Yeah. But I was right there. You felt, you felt the fumes. I felt it, man. It strong. That shit got me good. And so what happened is, dude, they had, they had the wet, wet, and then they had a, a regular joint. Yeah. So he was him putting his finger on the shirt on the, the on the PCP shit that, and enough. putting it on the joint. That's enough. Put it in the joint, man. That's enough. So I hit the roach. I just hit the roach, you man. Was through. Through. <laughs> Woo-hoo! He was through. On the way to the airport to catch a plane from Seattle back to LA, man. I was cooked, he was man. He was through. Off of like that little bit, man. It's powerful. Damn. So yes, 40 man. gallons, that's yeah. some serious shit. That's enough for, like, the state and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, wasn't playing. Damn. So, yeah. So did you think about um, becoming a comedian while you were in prison? You know what? The, the fun, I always wanted to be a comedian as I was a little child. I was I was a little kid. I knew all the Richard Pryor albums. To this day, I could still recite oh. his albums from word for word. Eddie Murphy, you know, all. So, but... You know, I was funny. I used, to, I used to be the guy I used to bag on the block all the time. Yeah. When I was young, I used to rip motherfuckers apart. You know what I mean? Yeah. I talked about my mama, so the next nigga mama didn't stand a chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Straight out, you know, my mama had three three sons and four baby daddies. You understand what I'm saying? You do the math. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? You had to be on your P's and Q's. <laughs> <laughs> so did nobody stand a chance for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, and I always wanted to be a comedian as a kid. But, you know, then about 11 years old, I bumped into this cat who moved in front of me, was a weed dealer. Came my partner, you know what I mean? I got to hanging out with him. He gave me the game. And by 12, I was selling weed. I was like, shit, I'm going to get this money. Uh-huh. By 13, I was selling crack. And I was like, I'm really getting this money now. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, shit, there wasn't no looking back. There was no looking back. Nah. But did it even seem like a reality to you, being a comedian when, well, way back then? As, as You know, as a child, I think it did. But it was like, you know, by the time I got to the, the age and stages to take that leap, I was already lost already, you know what I mean? I was lost in the sauce. You know, I had a bunch of money. I was out here living a great life, right, you know what I mean? all that. It was like, uh, I don't want to be Ain't no, no comedian now. Back. You didn't uh, even think about it no more, Never, huh? didn't even think about it. Yeah. And then when I got to the pen and got a life sentence, you know, and I was sitting there, you know, just replaying my life out, you know what I mean? And, right. you know, thinking, you know, future plans ahead if something do, you know, change. I said, if I ever get back out and be a comedian, that's my, that's, 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 that's my goal. That's, that's, really? that's what I was made here for. Wow. So you recognized it like without that, doubt, huh? Without a doubt. As soon as I came home, that's how that's how I wound up getting. That's how everything you know. My, how it happened was I had a partner too that had a life sentence with me. He went to board around the same time I did. We both got found suitable, and we both got out around about the same time. Now the whole time I'm in prison, I'm telling these cats, you know, hey, I'm gonna be a comedian when I get back out there. Yada yada yada. He bumps into this lady named Sunda Kuncrest. She on the L.A. School of Comedy, and uh, she hands him a flyer. He said, "I'm not funny, but my partner funny as a motherfucker. Let me call him." Called me on the phone right then and there. While you was in or out? I'm out. I'm, oh, I'm oh, out. We, oh. we, we met him out now. We, oh, both, okay. we both got out now. We okay. Just get home. I've been home like about, that. I got out in December. This happened in March. Okay. Kind of so, quick. So he, so she like, she, he put me on the phone with her. She's like, oh, how you doing? I hear you funny. I do a, a class every Wednesday, a free trial. Come on down there and check it out. Went down there. Never done stand-up before in my life. Looked at him like I look at people in the neighborhood and just went on one about how I came home and how shit was different, you know? Like, yeah. you know, I first came home, the very first time I came home, I went to use the restroom. I didn't know how to use the restroom. I went, I took a piss, you know what I mean? Peed on my hand a little bit because I'm a little hung. I ain't gonna lie, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, <laughs> went to go to wash my hands and I couldn't, with no knobs on the sink to turn the water on. So I'm lost like a mother. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm tripping. I know it's got to be some knobs. How you turn the water on? How this shit work? So I'm in there trying to figure out how to turn the water on. And about five, ten minutes later, a little white man walk in to use the restroom. He stick his hand in the faucet of the water. Come on. I said, oh, shit. Oh. Who did this bullshit? I don't know. Who did shit put a sign or something on this motherfucker? So, you know, I'm a, a kid at all. I get the plan in the water. 
Ah, this little censor shit. I didn't know. I've been in jail wow. 20 years. I don't know about a censor. I don't know about the hell know about that, right? I know about knives. Wow. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah. That's crazy. But that's life. It really well, what kind of What was some other stuff that tri- tripped you out when you first came? Dudes wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> skinny jeans? Yeah. Why would a grown man <laughs> want to put a skinny jean? A whole grown man. And then some of these niggas is built like they mamas from the back. Uh, some of these niggas got child band hips. I know you didn't see these niggas. Man. Yes, I ain't the only nigga been driving down the street. <laughs> thought I was looking at a woman. That's just a nigga. God damn, <laughs> this nigga here. You do have to pay attention. You a got to extra pay attention. Look and shit. You got to pay attention. So you know. Wow, skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Sexting change. What you mean? Sex like Fair Fact out here now. <laughs> I left the street. I was lying about eating pussy. Niggas, I eating the whole ass now. You understand <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? They don't give a damn. You said I was lying about it. I was it. lying about it. We was all lying about eating pussy. Come on now. You know, if you told a nigga you eat pussy, you couldn't you can hit the folder, you can hit the yeah. joint, you got the roach and everything. Yeah. Now these niggas admittedly just eat ass out here. You know what I oh, mean? Damn. But the same nigga eat ass, you go to Burger King, tell me you don't want no onions, no tomatoes. Hold up. Yeah. How you eat a whole turd, nigga? You don't want no onions or lettuce. How you got a taste for shit, but not vegetables? I don't oh, I don't get Lord. it. I know. I can't make this shit up. What? <laughs> and then there's like phones. The phones were a trip, right? No, did you have access to phones? Like these phones? Well, smart I was phones? selling phones before I came home smart from the penitentiary. Phones? I was smelling, selling phones from, okay. from the penitentiary. So I actually knew... met my wife on a legal cell phone I bought from the police. Really? True story. I can't make this shit up. Well, what you mean? I was 17 years in the pen. Uh-huh. Got got my phone. Got Bought me a phone. I'm hooked up with the police. We running phones from prison to the, you know, for the streets. And, you know, we making it happen. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I got a friend I've been knowing since she was a kid. I don't know how Facebook worked. I'm just getting on Facebook. My friend put a post up, say good morning. I say good morning to my friends. Then my wife said good morning to my friend, but didn't say good morning to me. I said, this is disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, she ain't going to speak. I thought this right. was a social network. Right, I thought right. we socialized on this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. So I said something People to her. People don't socialize yeah, no more? Yeah. What's up? So I said something to her, and uh, we laughed and sparked up a conversation and shit. Here it is here, shit up. Uh, Nine years later. <laughs> really? Yeah, she stuck by. I, I, I was I was in 17, 17 years at the time, so I sold myself like a used cars man would sell a car. I said, listen, baby, them <laughs> niggas dicks woe out out there. My <laughs> shit been off the road for 17 years. You know what I'm saying? Yo, got a good title fresh. on it. Yeah. It ain't salvage, you know what I'm saying? And the motherfucker run good because I done started it up throughout the years. You know what I'm saying? So I know it runs. You know what I'm saying? So she bought off into me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. And, and here we sit. You know what I mean? You know, wow, yeah, man. So. That's that's special, man. That's special. It really is. Still around. I'm there. Man, so so did you actually get married while you were there? Met, met her in 2011, married in 2013, came home 2000. 16 December. Wow, man. You got some game, homie. That's <laughs> you nigga gotta have some game to get a chick that's on the outside to be like, I I love you, baby. Oh wait. That's game. Waited six years. Man, that is game. Wow. And were the you real, far? It ain't even game, it's just real conversation. No, not game. Well, you know, we call but, it game. Yeah, but, but, but yeah. But I gotta clear it up for the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> see, see what it is is that it ain't a scam. No, see, it right? a scam. <laughs> see what it is is that uh, guys really don't have too much conversation. You know, nothing in depth to talk about that's going to stimulate a, a woman's mind. Right. So when she ran across me and it's like, she's talking to this dude talking about the secret and energy and, right. you know, laws of attraction. And what the heck? What the, you know, this is, yeah. you know, this is stimulating. It's I ain't never heard of, had this kind of conversation with a dude about, right. you know. About and, nothing. You know what I mean? Wow. Yes. That's beautiful, that's man. Beautiful. That, that's a great story right there. Right. So when you got, when you got home, um, I it blew just... it back out. Oh no, no, good. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "What's all that shit you was talking about? <laughs> What's all that shit you yes, were saying yes, you was sir. about to do? Yes, huh? Sir, yes, huh? Where you at with that? Yes, nah, that's dope, man. So you met her, you you met her then, and then you came home, and uh, just been beautiful. Been beautiful, best man. it could be. You know, we got you ups and downs. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? but, that's know. the regular stuff. But yeah, I mean, just. We still together. Yeah, to have somebody that was without down for you like that. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without yeah, that's crazy, man. So, okay, so you went to the uh, the comedy uh, LA School workshop, of Comedy. LA School work, of Comedy. LA School of Comedy. And you got on stage. How was it that first time? It was it, it was like I was I was I was born for the stage. Like I said, really? I went up there, I got up there, and I did such a great job. She called me the next day and she said, uh, I want to be your manager. I want to work with you. Oh, really? So I oh, came up there. Let me just get you a little. Yeah. So, so I came up there the next uh, Wednesday. She was late. You know, she part black, so the 
black part of it was late. Oh, yeah. As usual. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's this white guy out there. You know, we and him talking. He waiting on her. I'm waiting on her. We get to talking. I tell this dude my story. Come to find out. Well, let me tell you the rest of the story. So I tell him my story. I go in. I do my little set. I'm I'm in a halfway house. I got a time. I got to get back. So I Uber. I got to get up out of it. I can't watch him do it set because I got to get back. She was late. So uh, next day she called me again. She said, hey, remember the white guy you was talking to? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him. Cool dude. What's up with him? She said, he like you. I said, I don't get down like that. Y'all got me yeah, fucked up because I was in the pen. You know yeah. I don't get down like that. Y'all got me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I don't get down like that. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, no, no, not like that. He's a billionaire. He on the Westfield malls, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Long story short, <laughs> Peter Drysdale used to own the Westfield malls at the time I met him. He was a billionaire, took a liking to me. Gave me a contract for fifty thousand. I signed it. Bought me a BMW and flew me around for a whole year to tell jokes. Really? Within four months of me being home from getting out of jail to doing twenty-two months, ten, you know, all that shit I did. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. You know, twenty-two years. Twenty-two <laughs> years, ten months. <laughs> let, all that there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Four months. I was sitting in New York City in the big ass hotel on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, looking at like this is amazing. Wow. I am, I am really not in jail no more. Somebody pinch me. You know what I'm wow. saying? So that's my Mr. Drummond, and I'm, you know, I'm Arnold. So what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Mr. Drummond. Yes, sir. That's my Mr. So Drummond. So were you posted up in his spot out there? Or no, he just, uh, he just uh, hotels everywhere. Every state I went, I mean, really? every, yeah, hotels. Just to go out there to get down, to get busy, to tell tell jokes. I went, yeah. I went. We did a stand up New York and Don't Tell Mamas oh. when I was down there. Did two shows down there, and then we went from there to Washington. Then we, you know, we at the same time we were shooting a little, uh, we were shooting a little, uh, what they call a reality show, shallow reality oh. show, how com comedy can bring everybody together. Here's a prisoner, here's a billionaire, right? You know, <laughs> the other dude was a, a as a doctor, a, you know, uh, a psych, you know, but he was a comedian too. But how all this comedy had brought us together, and Sunda was, you know, a comedian already. You know what I mean? But just how comedy can bring different people together from. Different aspects of life, you know what I mean? Because man, the funny is universal. That's what it does. Mm. It brings people together, Without man. A doubt. This shit is medicine, man. Without a doubt, for the soul. Yeah, it's, it's like taking a laundromat to the soul. You know what I mean? Yep. You get a good laugh. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, right. yep. A good laugh, a good cry, and a good nut is the best three things you could ever get in the whole life. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's from my experience. I could be wrong from everybody else, but mine, them three has been amazing hey, to me. For me, I'm gonna throw sleep up in that motherfucker, man. Uh, I like. A I can sleep when I die. Sleep when I die, goddamn shit. Sleep when I die. Well, you would feel that way, man. You got mm -hmm. enough sleep to last you. That's right. I've been uh, sleeping a long time. I've been the walking dead. Shit. <laughs> yes, sir. Walking dead. Walking so dead. was that your first time um, going to New York and all these places? Man, that was my up? first time going to New York, Washington. Yeah, I, I, Vegas I'd been to, but yeah, all the places we went, the first time I'd ever been in them places. Free oh. of charge. Ain't, let me tell you something about flying free. Ain't nothing like flying free. You ain't got to worry about no hotels, food, travel, none of that. I didn't wow. have to worry about nothing. Wow. I just had to show up. That was it. My job was just to show up. Damn. I said, this is beautiful. I can show up. This is easy. Man. Beautiful, man. And just be me. That was the crazy part about show up and just be myself. Now, what was all your people saying at this time? They was know? amazed. See, because I told everybody, I'm, I'm coming home and being a comedian. Ah, no, nah, you're funny, but you ain't that comedian funny. funny right. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? And now they watching me at my comedy club. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, every Thursday night, you know, the nigga they didn't think was that funny. Right. <laughs> Been on the stage with Mike Epps, Cat Williams, you know what I mean? Sherry Shepard, uh, Scrancho, you know what I mean? Chris Spencer, just to name a few, you know right. what I mean? So, wow. And it's all within, you know, I only been home three years. Three years, Three years only. Only. Okay, so when you were a kid, or prior to going to the pen for that stretch, right? You had you flown around and been on planes and oh, all yeah, that I, stuff. Yeah, I traveled dope to Oklahoma, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, oh, Arizona. Yeah, 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 I, was, yeah, yeah. I was in the game. Yes, yeah, you was in the game. Yes, I was in the game. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, had I was moving. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the game. I was moving around. Hey, yeah, yes, we did sir. say forty yes, pounds, forty gallons. Yes, man. sir. I moved around, and, uh -huh. and at the time, at the time, each gallon was six thousand a pop. So you do the math. What's what? It was six thousand dollars a pop each oh, gallon for the gallon. Mm. Forty gallons, wow. six thousand. That's a lot of six thousand. Man, tell me about it. I can count that real fast. <laughs> and uh, one thing that's a trip too, when you think about like um, coming out into the world and everything, you had to be like really creative when you're in jail, right? Just to have regular everyday stuff, you know. Oh yeah, to some degree, you know, you got to, you know, you got to be, you got to have a lot of ingenuity. Yeah, you know what I mean yeah, to make yeah. things you know 
work for yourself. You know right. what I mean? So, you know. From making meals. Making wine, making wheels, making knives, you know, <laughs> making remote controls to turn your TV, you know, everything. Damn. Making lighters, because you can't got no lighters in this. You making lighters. Damn, you make a lighter? Man, they making everything in that motherfucker, man. God yes, damn. Uh, they even making fifis. Fifis. <laughs> he lost. <laughs> you don't know what a fifi is? <laughs> no, fifis are God made. <laughs> no, no. A fifi in prison is a, is a nigga put a sock with the rubber glove in it, with the lotion in it, and they jack off to the mother. That's a fifi. Oh, oh that's a fifi. <laughs> oh, see, I ain't they never done They making fifis in prison. Hey, I ain't never done that. <laughs> you ain't never been in the bin. You ain't never been in the bin. <laughs> oh, man. You making fifis, man. I learned something new every day well, on Mike Robinson. They making shit in prison, Jack. Wow, <clears throat> man. So you made wine too? Made wine, everything, man. Damn, now how yeah. does one make wine? Well, uh, it's, uh, you get rotten fruit. Rabbit fruit? Rotten fruit. Oh, rotten fruit. And then you smash it up and you let it get rotten to the core where you get a little smell on it. And then you pour some, you pour whatever kind of juice you're going to pour on it. What do you mean juice? Like, like orange juice or something? Orange juice, apple juice. Oh, okay. Grapefruit juice, whatever. Mm-hmm. Pour the juice on it and then uh, put some sugar on it. And, and the, 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 the pulp from the, the smashed up oranges that you didn't smashed up that you didn't let rot out. Mm-hmm. It eats all the sugar up and turns it into alcohol. Then you just strain it, and then you got just some drink. And then you want to make some moonshine. You burn that off, and then you it's hundred proof. You like straight hundred proof. You can light it up and set it on fire. No shit. Straight burn moonshine. it off and it's straight it off. moonshine. Moonshine. Damn. Yes, sir. So very creative in prison. Damn. Yeah. So fools be uh, faded in they cell. Oh, huh? faded, man. Faded. Super faded. <laughs> super. Falling out, going to the police, <laughs> tripping on the police. No nigga drunk. He want to talk shit, want to fight with the police. Fuck the police. Oh, what the police has. You nigga drunk, tripping. You know, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. wow, man. Now, how did they receive you uh, in these other markets? Uh, New York. Uh, Love me. Detroit, all these other places. Love me, man. Yeah, so Love you just me. get up on stage and just tell your story. Tell my and story. That's, all that's, that's, that's all it takes. That's it. I just tell my story. No, I just what? have a knack of knowing how saying things to make them sound funny to people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, you know. I'm a, I've been always been a great storyteller. Like I said, but I grew up watching, listening to Richard Pryor. I can recite and grew up listening to Eddie Murphy. So I'm, I get the stories. I'm fascinated with being able to create a story yeah. and make it funny. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. That's my I thing. did all that shit too. Yeah. I have when my pops had the records, man. Yeah, and I listened to that shit a hundred times, bro. The, the, the records, just man. Spin it back, like. Bicentennial nigger all and that. all that shit. Super man. nigger. Super nigger. <laughs> exactly. What, yes, all that, man. Uh, that's special, man. I, I mean, that, that's like exciting because, you know, to be able to just tell your own story and for the people to feel it, that ge- had to give you some rewards, right? Well, man, it did. You know, it's, it's like, you know, to, like I said, I always had that gift to be able to, you know, to make stories funny. So, I knew when I came home, just like, like every day, just like, like coming home was just like such a shock to me after all these years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, one like it's a true story. I can't make it up. When I was when I was in prison, I was in Lancaster State Prison. So I used to always hear about people getting hit on the freeway. I was like, why is motherfuckers on the freeway? I couldn't figure it out. I'm the P. I don't know why motherfuckers keep getting hit on the freeway. Why right. is you walking on the freeway? Right. Then I'm coming home. We driving home from Lancaster, and I look on the freeway side of when we get a little closer to L. A. And I see people living. Mm. On the side of the freeways. And I say, mm. this why motherfuckers getting it. Because I never seen people living. Right. This was some new shit. I know the bums was skid row. You know how to find yeah. them. You wanted a bum? Yeah. He was skid row. That's where you wouldn't find them at. Yeah. But now yeah. they outside the motherfucking house. You walk outside, <laughs> get a light from the nigga. Let me get a light from you. I left my light in the house. Nigga. Yes, I say, right there. Yes, I said, motherfucker, right there now. Yes, I, I left said, my light yeah. in my tent, man. Yeah. Hold on, man. Yeah, this nigga can give you a light. You know, wow. Shit. And then they got lights in the tents. And when I first come out, I say, I'm. At night, I'll be driving. I see my fucking tent with lights on. I see my fucking lights. Man. I said, give me give me a toilet. I'm liable to shack up next to a motherfucker. Because <laughs> this is free living here, Jack. Yeah. Give me a good toilet, man. I got to take a good shit. I can't take shits in buckets. That's not, I'm not accustomed to that. I need a good toilet with flushing. You know what I mean? So I can, they can figure that out. Flushing. Yeah. Good flushing. Yeah, because, you know, I got to drop my shit and drown it. You know what I mean? Can't let that shit linger around. <laughs> Ooh, smell like death. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Uh, now, had, did it trip you out with folks um, having all this ex- access to cameras? Like, everybody got a camera on their phone? Hey, man, I, I learned that in prison, I'm telling you. 
That's when I learned in prison that a lot of women been wanting to be porn stars for years. They just needed a camera. They just needed, they just a, needed camera. a camera. They just needed a camera. some privacy. That's all they needed, man. I'm telling you, Jack. You give a woman a camera and some privacy, uh, she is a porn no star for you. On, huh? Yeah, I learned it in prison fast. I'm telling you, but all I'm wanted, let me play myself for you. Oh, by all means, will you please do so for me? Yes. <laughs> what are you waiting for? <laughs> yes. Let me clean my screen so I can get a clear view of you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Practice on me, yes, goddamn it. Yeah, yeah. You, call, you can call his name. I don't even give a damn. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I'm the yeah. one enjoying the show. Yeah, I don't yeah, give a two yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Whatever yeah. makes you come, it works for me. <laughs> Do you trip off of these dudes, man, that be out here filming their crimes and shit? They're the biggest idiots I've ever seen. The biggest what? The biggest idiots I ever seen. Man. If they had bigger brains, they'd be bigger dummies. <laughs> no, real talk. How you do a crime and then film it? Film and then put it. on social media. Yeah, on live. Yeah. You, you telling on yourself, them nigga snitching. No, you the snitch. Yeah. You snitched on you, you should stab yourself. You's a snitch. <laughs> stab yourself. And then you a goddamn stick yourself. Like the boy uh, 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 Superfly. Stick yourself. Yeah. Stick yourself. No, no, the Mac. Stick yourself. Remember throw the boy uh, yeah, 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 uh pretty Tony? Stick yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what they need to do. Man. Stick they sell. I be tripping off of these fools, man. Like, then they go to jail. Just think for the yeah. Then they go to jail. Then it's all over. Here, here you are busting out your window, and so that everybody can see you doing it. Then you going right to jail, you dog. Right to jail. <clears throat> what the hell kind of trade off is that? Stupidity at its finest. Man, we used to want somebody to know not know nothing we was doing. That was the whole key to the. Uh, Subject of doing crime. Yeah. You stayed anonymous. Yeah. yeah. That was the key to crime. Yeah. It was anonymous crime. Somebody else got broke into? Who did it? We don't know shit. Man. We don't yeah. know nobody. We don't mother know. Mother got killed? We don't know shit. Nobody knows. Nobody, mother got robbed? We don't know. It's, it's that shit called, the, the word for it is clout chasing, man. Clout chasing. Ain't that some shit? You got to do that for clout, man. Was the world gotten to that point where your ass is so worthless and you ain't got no skills, no talents. You can't do shit. You got to chase clout like that. Hey, listen. You can get pussy for likes out here. I, I learned since I've been on. Like enough pictures. You can get you some pussy. You ain't got to get dressed. See, back in the day, you had to get dressed up. Yeah. Put your best clothes on. Get your stacy shine your shit up. Put some Murray's yeah, grease in. Put some Murray's <laughs> on, man. You, you had to put your cool water cologne on. You know, you went out yeah. to get fresh. Yeah. You had to. You went, you went hunting. Yeah. Now you just hunting your drawers on social media and just like pictures. Man. And don't love a couple of them, boy. You really in. Ooh, oh, my Jesus. It's a wrap. You can get like for pussy. I, I was blown away when I seen that. I said, shit, all you got to do is like enough pictures and get some pussy. Shit, this is amazing. You young niggas got it good. Yeah. And sisters is giving head out here now. That's something I learned since I came on. Oh, that's Cause new. Because sisters wasn't sucking no dick in the 80s and the 90s. Nah, that's new. If you got your belly button kissed, you was a happy motherfucker oh, now. Oh, you was doing a lot. Yes, you were. You go tell yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, Mike. She kissed my belly, but she you got, got that close. bitch a freak. Yeah. You got a freak. She got a sister, nigga. You got a sister. You know what I'm saying? You, nigga be all excited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit, now they spit on the motherfucker. You know she got close, yeah. baby. First time I got my shit spit on, I didn't know how to react. I said, like, you spit on me. Right. <laughs> I said, well, hold on, she been spitting anyway. Spit on. Spit the fuck on. God damn it, spit some more. <laughs> Why you playing me, <laughs> Spit some more. Give me a loogie, bitch. Yeah, do that again. yeah give me a big old loogie. <laughs> Come and bring it over from the back of the throat and spit on this motherfucker. As long as you're going to clean it up at the end of the day. That's since all I care spitting. about. Yeah, since you spitting, spit on. <laughs> yes, sir. Damn, that's hilarious, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> Look, oh, are you shit. paying attention to all this, um, to um, like this, uh, the voting and the candidates and all that stuff? Do you pay attention? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah I'm a yeah. newsman. We'll get up and watch the news every morning. Yeah. Got to know what's going on in the world you live in. Okay. We now, what to. do you think about the upcoming election, man? It's what's your predictions? It's, it's tricky, man. You know, I, 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 you can't count Donald Trump out. I never thought he would be in. Right. Here's a motherfucker that said, grab a woman by the pussy. Yep. When you got money, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Paid prostitutes, you know what I'm saying? Paid them off. He like he damn near like a brother. All his partners is going to jail around him. Everybody I don't know if you noticed that. These yeah. niggas going down, Jack. Going down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he untouchable. This nigga like Teflon yeah. Don or something. So I, I don't know. I, I would I would hope Joe Biden, but I don't know, man. man it's hard know. to say, huh? It really is. You know, and he and he just and he just he just gained uh, ground in Texas on in the polls on on Biden right now. So my my whole thing is that I hate. Uh, I was talking about on the. I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago, but I'm tired of these motherfuckers posting all this shit about trying to get people not to vote, man. That's now look, goofy. if you don't want to vote, that's fine, that's right? Fine. Withhold your vote because yeah. that's your right, that's right? That's right. But 
Don't be trying to get other motherfuckers to sit out with you and shit. Do your own thing, man. Mm-hmm. Let motherfuckers decide for themselves, man. You know, Misery Love like. Company? Yeah, exactly. Misery Love Company, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So let me get somebody else and bring them so we can be miserable together with the same opinion, the same ideals and everything. So mm-hmm. that's how that works, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you're going to have them peoples. One thing about the world, you got everybody in it that belong in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> everybody play a part, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you don't belong in it no more, you... They get rid of you. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight out. You know what I'm saying? Straight so, out. Yeah. So uh-huh. everybody play a part. You know what I mean? So the person that opposes whatever, you know, that's his part to play. That's you know what I mean? It's his part to play in life. You True know that. What I mean? Without a True doubt. that. So <clears throat> you got to live it your own way. You got to live it your way yep. and just roll with it. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you got to agree to disagree with people sometimes. You know what I mean? That's true. And just keep on moving about it. That's true. Without a doubt. For real, though. Um, <clears throat> Now, do you pay attention to uh, what's happening? On, I'm, I'm sorry. Let me not say do you because you just said you watch the news. But what do you think about what's happening with the police and our brothers? Um, it's been it's it, it's been happening since we've been alive. It's been happening. What is your what do you how do you feel about the that fact and where we are now with that shit? Well, it's you know uh, it's. It's sad that, you know, we're still in the position where we're still trying to get some equal rights. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. After being there for over 400 years, we're yeah. still looking for the same shit. Uh-huh. We still got the same. we still marching. we still giving speeches. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Some mm-hmm. of us still turning the other cheeks. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's sad. <laughs> still turning the other yeah. cheeks. <laughs> you know? It's sad that, you know, we, you know, we're still in this position, but it's like, this idea. So, you know, we got to continue to put some kind of fight up. You know what I mean? Because that's the only thing, you know, people understand. You know, protests is... It's, it's all we got, you know what I mean? And, right. And sometimes that causes a little violence, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But sometimes that's how you got to get your point across, you know right. what I mean? So it's like it's like open target season. Though. I mean, ever since, you know, the first one, it's been like so many, you know, you know, it's mm-hmm. been one after another, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. we we got it on camera. We don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. We're going to keep killing you niggas. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? <laughs> they're so, so used sad. to it, man. So, they've been getting and, away with it for so long. And they've been trained that way. And they've been getting away with it for so, so long. So long. And they're still getting away with it. You know, Breonna Taylor still ain't nobody still been arrested. Man, what's up with that? How the hell did that happen? How? How you run into a woman's house who don't have nothing to do with nothing and kill her? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Her boyfriend has a legal gun to carry at the, in the house. He's does he's supposed to do. You don't announce yourself who the yeah. fuck you is. Yeah. And nobody's in jail. At the wrong address, and the motherfucker you looking for was in jail already. Yeah, somebody did not investigate that situation right. Yeah, how can you look for a motherfucker here in jail? How can you even say with a straight face these fools don't need to be at least be arrested, indicted, and let the judge, let the jury decide? You know what I mean? Without a doubt. So, and why they gotta shoot so many shots, man? Back in Seven the day, times they shot the brother in the yeah, back. Yeah, right, right, point blank in front range. Of his kids. Right there, man. Seven times. Like one shot to the leg wouldn't have accomplished what that they were trying to do. You needed seven shots? Yeah. He was really that much of a threat with his back turned to you? Walking away? But then the white boy walked down the street with his hands up with a motherfucking uh, AR, whatever the fuck he had, a big ass gun. And the, the police drove right by this motherfucker. Yeah. I saw you. So you, you sent the white boy with the gun. You just drove by. Yeah. And he was nigga. doing like this. Yeah, like, he like, yeah, I, I just shot somebody. I just killed two motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But did you notice he did the little uh, hand shit, the little man, white power hand what he did. shit? Some shit, man. That motherfucker walked by the police. They drove right by him man. with a gun strapped across his chest. Mm. I've never seen a black man walk with a, with a police with a gun nowhere yeah. and got away with it. You know what I'm saying? Strapped to nothing. <laughs> Talking about he just killed two motherfuckers. Man. Man, I wish a black nigga would do some shit like that. That's what I'm saying, man. They had a shot him said he was, we thought he was, he was reaching for his gun when he was putting his hands in there. We thought he was reaching for the, yeah, it's cold. So it's a cold world, you know, but yeah. the thing of life is, go back to what we was talking about earlier, energy, you know what I mean? Yep. Sometime. We can draw that kind of energy to us, you know what I mean? Yeah. We can draw that energy to us, if you know. Not to say that the police killing us is right, but I'm saying when you draw that kind of energy to you, the results you never know how they gonna play yeah. out. You know what I mean? You yeah. fall asleep and you fall asleep, you fall asleep in the drive through. Yeah. The police wake you up. Sky's the limit. You beat them up. <laughs> yeah. You take their taser. Yeah. You, you humiliate them. Yeah. You take off running. Yeah. You might get shot. You may get shot. Yeah. You may get shot. It's, it's a possibility. Well, we do talk about that also on Mike Robertson Boulevard, that you got to be smart in these streets, man. You got to decide if you want to go home or not yeah. at the end of the night. Yeah. You got to decide. You know, now sometimes it ain't your choice, 
But sometimes it is your choice. You know what I mean? And when you're dealing with them folks who are insecure and scary and fearful and anxious and want to shoot somebody and all the things you could name, right? You got to decide on how you're going to act and present yourself to them. Because, you know, I get a thrill out of making them think I'm respecting them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all I want to do is drive away. That's it. That's all I want to get to do. I got pulled over the first time at the, being home about right after uh right after uh all the, the protests and shit. When it right when it started, I got pulled over on Imperial in Maine. P- pulled me over. I got the moon in my car, so I had the moon open. So I stuck my hands out. Uh, <laughs> out the moon. Uh, yeah. My shit out the moon. Yeah. Police walked to the car, she can put your hands down. I said, no, I won't keep my hands yeah. up. Okay. Yes, I said, I said, I think we all be comfortable with my hands up. I don't even be more comfortable with my hands. He said, now you put them down. I said, I'm put them down real slowly now. Look. <laughs> yeah. Hey, with me now. But I'm you know, I'm, I'm doing it. He see I'm joking. I ain't, you know, yeah. being, you know, facetious or yeah. this I'm just you know, moving down. Mm-hmm. I said, nah, I'm a stand-up comedian, man. You know, that we warm you already. I'm a stand-up comedian. We gonna have we, this is gonna be a funny encounter. However yeah. it turn out, we just gonna be funny. So he ran my name. Hey, you on probation or parole? I said, Mission, that's the first time I've been able to tell the police no. You understand what I'm saying? I am not on probation nor parole. So yeah, Ooh. I am clear to go. Yeah, what's it? Next thing, question for you? Let me see. You got your driver's license? Oh, yeah, I got that too. Yeah, yeah I got my registration, I got that too, and I got my insurance. Uh-huh. I am all the way legit. You understand what I'm saying? So he ran it, they come back. So oh, yeah, you ran it. Uh, uh. We talking, I'm laughing, you know, shit, hollering at him, fucking told him a little bit about myself. So he said, oh, man, you got any uh, weapons or narcotics in the car? And I like that. I said, not at all. I said, but you, by being in jail, I did a little reading. I said, you know, they say you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in the book. So I picked <laughs> the book up. You know what I'm saying? Let me hide shit from me in the book. I'm going to pick the book up. Nigga, I done learned this. What the fuck they been hiding up in this book up in here? All oh, these some bitches been hiding from me. So I said, I <laughs> kind of know the law now. You understand know what I'm saying? And the law says uh. you cannot search my car. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I said, but now if you're going to not write that ticket, mm-hmm. you can have a field day in this yeah. motherfucker. Because right. that two, $300 is going to break my pocket. You yeah. know what I'm I need that money. Yeah. That's the weeds man money. Yeah. Don't take the weeds man's money. <laughs> he need his the money. The weed man need his money. <laughs> I can't let you take the weed man's money. He going to be mad at me. Ah, you know he need so his dough. <laughs> they searched the car, but it, was, it felt so good. Because that's the first time I've been over, ever put over by the police that I know I wasn't going to jail at the end of the ride. Right. But nothing in there. There's <laughs> right. always used to be something in the car. I had it good. I had yeah. to pay for the stash box, you know, but, uh-huh. and I got away. But you never knew. It was always an opportunity that they could find it. You know what I mean? So Man. this was the first time ever I knew. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I didn't get shot. Yeah. I was, I was going to walk away because yeah. I had nothing in that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And here I sit, so I didn't get shot. And he and he and you already played it in a way that he felt comfortable Without enough to not have to try to be all, all aggressive. tough guy. Both of them was cool. Yeah. Had them both joking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, matter of fact, I told him let me sit in the police car. When he was, I said, let me sit in the police car. I've been a long time since I got. <laughs> I got in the police car. I said, man, I'm fat. I can't be in this motherfucker. Man, give me out this motherfucker. Man, I can't sit back in no more. I was skinny. I know I can't go to jail no more. All fat ass would be uncomfortable the whole ride here. No way, no way. You got me figured. Ah, oh, hilarious, yes, man. Hilarious. Damn, man. So much to talk about. Okay, so you also produce your own show produce at the my own Sugar show. Shack. I'm at the Sugar right? Shack. We're on Imperial and Western, 1827, West Imperial Highway, every Thursday night. And I got my first Saturday show coming up this Saturday with a hell of a lineup. I got Scrancho, Slink Johnson, Black Jesus, and Franz. It's going to be off the chain. Now, what made you um, step your game up like that and say, you know what, I'm a, I'm a so, so soon into your comedy career, say, I'm going to start my own club. Well, this is actually my third club. Oh, your third club. I came home within like four or five months of me being home. I was uh, I had a club with uh, Rod West on... Uh, oh, Rod West. We was on Rosecrans and Hawthorne Boulevard at um, The Rocket. The Rocket. We was there every Sunday night at The Rocket for okay, a while. I don't know that spot. Then I left The Rocket. Then I went over here on uh, on Hardy and Prairie, right across the street from the new, the new uh, stadium, Oh, I had a, I was at the hookah lounge over there. Oh, in the cut right yeah. there. Yeah, I, I, I did shows every other Saturday over there. Oh, okay. And then now I got the sugar shack. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's dope, man. And you know, everybody throwing up a throwing a club don't have a club cracking, man. But sure. your club it's, is cracking. It's been cracking, man. Yeah, man. I keep the funny comedians. The atmosphere is good. Yep. Uh, we pot friendly smoking up in there, so that helps a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we yeah. get the pot smokers down there. Yeah. We got the great food. Like I said, the atmosphere is, is warm. You know what I mean? It's like right. it's you know it's, it's comforting. You don't go in there, everybody 
you know, like standoffish. Everybody gonna speak to you like they've been knowing you, yeah. like you've been there every day. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's a real facts. cool establishment. Yeah. No, that's cool. facts right yeah. there. Now, how long you been there? We've been there for now. I've been there fourteen months now, going on fifteen Damn, months. Time flies, man. Time flies, man. Fifteen wow. months. Wow. Yes, you sir. that you deserve some applause for man, that alone thank you, my because thank you. the best of them, right? Yeah. Starting up clubs, yeah. go six months, six three months, months yeah. two months sometimes. Yeah. For thir- on a third week, it's like man, it's today working, yeah. man. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. to be a year and a half, man, yeah. that that yeah. that really means something, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I've been working. Yeah. Been working a lot of promoting. You know what I mean? Then it's like, you know, I sell myself. You know, I'm out here and I'm talking to people and I'm sharing my story. I'm on social yeah. media. Share my story, you know what I mean? Then, you know, I've been blessed to be naturally funny, you know yeah. what I mean? So it ain't a hard task. So when they see me interacting with them and we out there bullshitting just on the natural, they laugh. And they say, this dude, is you funny on the natural, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I, I get them in, you know what I mean? They, they come in, they come and have a good time. So Now, who's been uh, the person or persons that you met, um, you know, maybe that you heard of before and you finally got to meet them that you really were excited to meet? Uh, you know, Mike Epps, you know what I mean? Mike Epps, that was, you know, to see him on Fridays and to watch his career, you know, span into the, you know, the global start that he is today. Meeting him, uh, I met... Uh, now, how'd you meet Mike Epps? Uh, <laughs> I met Mike Epps at the uh, J-Spot. Oh. With Rod West, my buddy, you know what I mean, at the mm-hmm. time. And uh, he introduced me to him. We hung out, you know what I mean? Then, uh, long story short, this is funny. <clears throat> I got a buddy that I grew up in the streets with him. We was, you know, out here back in the days, you know, mm-hmm. gang banging and shit. Him and Mike is partners now. They tight as a motherfucker. Mm. So I happened to bump into him on a fluke at Mike Epps' concert. I was with, uh, what's my boy, uh, Bubba Loke. I was with Bubba Loke. Oh, Bubba Loke. So he took me to Mike Epps' concert. So we went to Mike Epps, and I bumped into my boy. And he's like, oh, man, my partner ain't seen I thought you was still gone. I'm like, you back out. Oh. I'm out. I'm a comedian now. What? Mike, my boy. Get me on the show. See what you can do for me. And uh, Christmas, uh, the, his Christmas show he do at the uh, Improv Ir- in uh, Irvine, he got me on there for five minutes. Oh, that's a big show. Got me on there, Christmas show, for five minutes. And that five minutes turned into uh, three nights and six shows with a paycheck. No I shit. I lit that motherfucker up in no front of Mike shit. Epps. I got to light it up. What you wow. mean? Shit, for the day day. Wow. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You know, day day right there. 35 years yeah. for the day day, you know what I'm saying? So, right. Y'all done met some, you know, I, I met Dave Chappelle, funny as a motherfucker. He walked in improv one day and took the stage over and commanded and went on for about an hour and smoked. I said, this motherfucker's a bad. Right. Only nigga smoking here. I've been trying to smoke <laughs> yeah. the whole time I've been in this motherfucker. I, this nigga just like to show on the stage. This nigga got clout. I need to this get to that kind of status. This is the law, goddammit. Yeah. I need to get to this kind of status. I can fire for blunt in this motherfucker. Right. Everybody got to sit and inhale the smoke I'm <laughs> kicking out there in my motherfucker. So, yeah. So I met some hell of a people. Like, you know, I signed up, opened up for Sherry Shepard, you know what I mean? Scrancho, my boy, you know, he's been on TVs and movies, you know what I mean? Yep. So, you know, he's my partner. You know, every day I can call him, you know, hang out. So, you know, the comedians have been really accepting me, you know what I mean? They ain't been standoffish or whatever, you know, they've been really, you know, accepting me, you know, and embracing That's me. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, so what's some of the stuff that's been, um, you know, like more challenging uh, about it? Comedy or just? Yeah, comedy. <clears throat> uh, you know, uh. Well, it's you know trying to trying to get in places, you know what I mean. Get on certain back in you know when they was open, trying to get on them big stages, you know what I mean. That's a that's a hard part, you know. Everybody played them little politics or whatever, so you yeah. know that's that's been a hard journey and just to to trip is just to see how like the comedians who has made it, you know, how they like tend to forget the struggle that yeah. they started off with, you know what I mean, <laughs> and how they don't say, you know what, I think I should make a platform and come back and you know. Right. Get some brothers, because I remember it was some funny brothers when, when I was around, so I know it's still some funny brothers who was having a hard time getting to these stages, you know what I mean? So that's one of the reasons why I, I, I carved my own place out to get my own stage, so I can get my own stage time, so yeah. I can hone my own craft, you know what I yeah. mean? Because out here trying to get it from other people, it ain't going to work. You got to be able to get up there, because like, you know, you know, like I know, comedy's you know, it's the only job training. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to, you know, it's I can tell you everything. You know what I mean? But until you get up there yep. and learn all the tricks of the trades mm-hmm. that come along with it, you mm-hmm. know, you got to be up there. I can't tell you. I, I can tell it to you, but you won't get it. You yeah, get you won't there. get it. Yeah. Now, what do you do? What are some of the things you learned as far as technique that now you've been in the game for a minute that you didn't really know at first that, that you do now? Timing. Timing. Timing is the, like the biggest thing I, I had to learn. You have to know how to, when you land a joke, you got to know how to let them laugh. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in the process of making them laugh, you got to know how to use facial expressions because that's key. See, gestures is key. You know what I mean? So sometimes a joke is not even funny, a person say. But the gesture you make is so damn funny, right? you know, a motherfucker just roll with it. You know what I yeah. mean? Because that plays a part. So you got to know how to act out. Yeah. Your your comedy, you know what I mean? It's got to show in your ah. face. It's got to show in your, you know, Okay, in, so in you put movement. the acting got, into it. Right. <clears throat> so at first you just was kind of reciting. At first I at first I used to get up and just stand in front of the mic. I said, I'm going I'm to be a different comedian. I'm going to just stand in front of the mic yeah. and I'm going to shoot jokes. Yeah. So that was my, my try. I put my hands in my pocket oh. and I just shoot them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it worked out. But then somebody said, you know, you funny. But the only way you're going to get to the next level, you got to get more animated. Right. You got to get more loud. You got mm-hmm. to move your hands a little bit. You got mm-hmm. to move around the stage mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. You got to command it. You got to mm-hmm. make them follow you. Mm-hmm. Then, they, then they with you the whole way journey. So when somebody taught me that, I said, okay, well, let me add that into it. You know what I mean? So when I added it, took my comedy to the next level. I said, okay, well, that's cool. He, he gave me some good advice. You know yeah, what that's a good so, game. Without a doubt. And you was a good listener. Got to be a good listener. Uh, uh, have you picked up anything else on your own? Oh, you know, just, uh, you know, just. Like I say, just just being up there, it's, it's an art form. You know what I mean. You you learn certain things just by being, you know, how to control the mic. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. How to how, how you can make the mic, you know, work for you, close to you, mm-hmm. far away. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, playing with it. You know, you know, like like one of the biggest tricks that I learned in the game. A lot of the big comedians do it. They use the mic and they slap your leg like the joke is oh, really yeah. hilarious, funny, and it makes the crowd, you know, laugh more. You know what I'm saying? But it's a trick. You know what I'm saying? You got to know this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you, know, you learn a lot. You know what I'm saying? You learn a lot. You know, you got a trick in the trade. You learn. Ah, uh, like, this nigga thinks it's funny. I yes, think sir. I do, too. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. Man, so have you been approached... Um, <clears throat> Okay, so you said you met a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Now, is he still in your life? Yeah, still. You know, we don't jaw jack every day or shoot the shit, but you know, uh, I, I, we, we, we touch bases from time to time, holidays, I'll text him or something, you know. Oh, make sure you, you make you sure know, you He hit me, sure I hit him. Good. You know, he, 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 he didn't came back a couple of times, put some money in my pocket, you know what I mean? Bless me. You know, so. That's sweet, man. Yeah, without a doubt. He, he's been a real blessing. That is a blessing. Yeah, and, cool and that girl. just came from him just seeing you, huh? It came from just seeing him, me telling him my energy. Like you said, oh, you know, energy. he picked up my energy. Yeah, you drew, you right. drew him attraction. to you. Right. He drew him to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, have you had, uh, like, celebrities come up to you in the crowds or, or anything like that? No, I ain't. I mean, I didn't perform for some celebrities. They said I was fun. Like, I said you get the Tainer, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I met him at the, uh, when the Savoy was popping real tough. I met a lot of little, you know, Lisa Ray, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I met a, you know, but nothing, you know. Like, I know, you, you was know. like, damn, that's Lisa Ray yeah. right there? And uh, I met Omarosa. Oh, Amarosa. Yeah, I kind of, I didn't really. I guess I could say I met her, but yeah. it just was a quick little handshake. Yeah, I took a picture with her. Really? Yeah, she said it's a beautiful picture. I just had to be quiet because I was married. I said, "You don't even know. You don't even know, Amarosa. Shit, yes sir. Keep that to yourself, yes, girl. Sir. Yes sir. <laughs> Man, um, I was watching this thing uh, video today. Uh, one of the trending items is Ice Cube mm-hmm. is trending because Ice Cube is putting out this whole, um, uh, he's trying to get everybody to make sure they're making these demands on what we want from politicians and everything like that. Yeah. And so he put out his list of things uh, that we should get. And it's pretty good, man. He from, you know, got uh, some prison reform on there. He's got, uh, you know, what he, he, he doesn't have straight out reparations. Yeah. But he has this idea that like every child on their day of birth um, should get a thousand dollars to put into an account hmm. that and watch it grow and watch it grow <clears throat> exactly and basically literally let it grow and when you turn eighteen uh, you got some options for yourself yeah uh, things like that man yeah. so do you, you you got any ideas about stuff that we might need first we got to love each other. <laughs> That's uh-huh. our biggest problem we got. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> Say it again, partner. That's the biggest Say problem we got. You know, we can't we can't work for, we can't think for nobody to fix us until we can fix ourselves. You know what I mean? Right. And we hate each other. We yeah. killing each other more than the police is killing us. I mean, they killing us, and we get outraged about that. But what about when the niggas out of game banging? They killing know, motherfuckers man. on the record. Ain't nobody getting outraged about that. It's a difference. When the police kill him, now we, we mad at the police, but we ain't mad at the dude who's killing the motherfucker who live down the street from him at the same time. So I swear, man. That's and, our first problem. And, and look, mm. and people want to act like 
that's not a problem, oh, that's man. A problem. And it's not, and they also want to act like it's not a bigger problem. Oh, it's a problem. And don't want to speak on it at all, as if we can't talk about both. Yeah, it's a problem. You know what I mean? It is a problem. And they both a problem. They so, both a problem. But you got to fix them. You know what I mean? You, you, you got to fix them. And even if you even if you stop the police from killing us, okay, you didn't gave police reform. Mm-hmm. They still killing motherfuckers. Did you right. know? You know, fifty-one motherfuckers got shot in Chicago Man. over the over the holiday weekend. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's a light weekend for them. <laughs> an eight-year little girl got killed. You know what I mean? They pulled Man. up on the side of the car and gunned and gunned the car down and killed the eight-year little girl. So that's what we should be protesting and walking the streets about. Yeah, Chicago, they got a bloodbath out there going know, on right man. now. You know, like you know, it's undescribable. You know how they killing each other out there, but people folk, oh, the police kill. Okay, the police is killing, but Chicago just Shot 51 motherfuckers. Right. In four days. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And killed their little girl. And they not. That's what we need to be. We, that's the that's a problem. Right. That's the bigger problem than the police shooting one, you know. Yeah. I, for my my experience. They're all a problem, but I'm saying, you know, we got to fix ourselves. Yeah, because look, one <laughs> is two problems, right? One is waiting on someone else to do something different, which would be the police and the law enforcement and everything like that. But the other problem is something that you could do yourself. It's something that we could decide to change for for ourselves, man. Don't, the next time you want to go shoot up the block, don't go do it. What's the, what's the, what's the perks in it? (laughs) Yeah. What's the, what's the grand reward? You know what I mean? Is it the clout? Is it somebody think you bad? Somebody and, and you know the thing is now it's a camera everywhere you you go, more than likely whatever you do you on camera somebody's seen it. Yeah. So why take a chance of fucking your life up, and going to be in jail for the rest of your life for some silly shit that ain't gonna have no value in for the next five ten years you sit in prison. Yeah. It won't or, have no value. Or, or I guarantee it. Yeah. It won't have no value. Nah. The things that have value you are gonna watch you gonna start losing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know. Wait, I, what you mean? I, like I said in prison, I lost my mama. Uh, I lost a son. You know what I mean? Uh, so the things of great value, you know right. what I mean, to you while you're sitting in prison, them are the things you're going to lose. You know what I mean? Damn. Without a doubt. Man, I just wish we could pay attention to what you're saying because us sticking together solves almost all our problems, all man. From, from financial to our place, you know, our spending power to our safety in our neighborhood. To our place in society. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? It changes everything. Changes everything. That's right. Like that. Now we're together. We're like unity. that. Just it don't like matter. Because look, if we're together, it doesn't matter who wins the presidency. It never matters because we got say so when we're a unit, right? We yes, get whatever so. you want from whichever president. But, right, but when we're all like divided and all that, you ain't getting jack shit. No, man. not at all. I'm tired of it, man, honestly. Without a doubt. What else did I want to say? Um, so what what you got coming up next, man? What's some of your goals? Because here's the thing. Obviously, you put your mind to this whole thing and you you got into execution mode, right? Without a doubt. There are some folks who say, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. But when they get the opportunity, you know, they don't really necessarily execute, you know? Without it's just like a bright idea. You know what I mean? So... Where you what you got your mind on for f- next year, five years, so on? Well, uh, you know, I'm in the process. I'm writing a book right now. Oh, dope. writing a book on my life. You know what I mean? And uh, I know they started the book, and the book is gonna be very uh, enlightening. You know, a lot of people say that about the book, but I write like I talk. Mm-hmm. Like I start my book off. My book say uh, it was a dark and stormy night, <laughs> and the wind was rushing through the trees. Mm-hmm. I said, this actually has nothing to do with the book. I just always wanted to say it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The day that this etched in my mind is June 19th, 1995. That's the day I caught a life sentence. You know what I mean? But let, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Let me take you back to the very beginning to how I made these choices and decisions to wind up with this life sentence. And then I go off into my book. You know okay. what I mean? But I know how to grab you from the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a dark and stormy. Oh, this is fun. Yeah. Cool. But I like that now. What else you got to say? You know what yeah. I mean? So. You got to know how to draw them in, you know, and so I know how to. That's dope. That's right. So, yeah. So, now, what's your process like? Are you um, writing as in talking into a recorder or are you. Writing with writing a pen and paper on, on regular paper. paper. That's Like I was in the pen, sitting on my desk in the pen, yeah. getting it down, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> writing them letters, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so, you know, yeah, I, I write with the pen and paper, man. So, man. that's how I feel comfortable with. So, I've been doing that. So, that's my plan. I plan on getting that out the way before this year's up. 
and uh, shopping it around. You know, I think I got a story that, you know, can sell. You know, everybody want to hear a story of a person, you know, started off, you know, you know, uh, down and out, you know, with a whole lot of, you know, uh, distractions and, you know, <laughs> caused a lot of destruction along the way in life. Mm -hmm. But went to prison, caught a life sentence and figured out and got back out here and came to the, got on the stage. Like the name of the book is From from Prison to the Stage. Oh, okay. You know That's what dope. I mean? So, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's going to be a nice little eye catcher. You know what I mean? It's going to share, you know, my story. But not only is it going to share my story, it's going to talk about uh, what <clears throat> led me to prison. You know, see, see a lot of people just, I, I went to prison, I, I did this, I did that. No, that ain't why I went to jail. I went to jail because of some other deep shit that happened uh. when I was a kid, you know. I was, uh. I was a broken little boy who grew up to be a broken young man who, you know, was mad at the world, you know what I mean? So right. I caused havoc and chaos and destroyed, you know, my peoples and my community, selling drugs and gangbanging because I didn't have no value for myself, you know what I mean? Because right. I had some issues that, right. you know, that needed to be, you know, resolved and didn't take to get resolved. I was about 40-something years old, to be honest with you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was me being in prison, you know, being in self-help groups, you know what I mean? Then start facilitating self-help groups, you know what I mean? And just understanding, you know, the depth of, you know, why you become the person that you are, you know what I mean? How And most of everybody that's sitting in prison who, you know, whatever life, uh, you know, whatever kind of chaos their life's in, it stems from some childhood trauma that happened yeah. to them. That's yeah. been unresolved. And it's know? everybody, It's huh? everybody. Every race, creed, or color. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without them, you know, without them issues being resolved, you grow up. And the issues are still there. Yeah. You know? And they, you know, they land dormant. You know what I mean? Yeah. They still there, you know? Why you think the little boy is, you see him and you say something to him, he tears shit up and, you know, something's going on with this little boy. This is not normal. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody has, you know, done something to him. He'd have been hurt. You know what I mean? He'd have uh -huh. been, something has, you know, hurt, shattered, shattered uh, this little uh, boy. Abandoned. Uh, whatever. Destro um, destroyed mentally, whatever yes, it is. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And so when you understand that part of it, you look at people different. You don't say, he's just an idiot. No, this dude got some something happened to this dude. And the deeper the trauma, the deeper the, the you know, the, the, the criminal activity sometimes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you you know, you got like you got a motherfucker out there killing motherfucker, you know what I mean? Something that happened to him as a child that, you know, he felt, you know, he was uh, taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. So now he feel like I ain't never going to be taken advantage of no more. Right. You know, I got the right, and now I got the, I'm big enough now to, you know, be the bully now. I'm big enough to be the person, you know, who's the, the predator as far as being the prey this time, you know what I mean? And you adapt that kind of mentality, you know what I mean? And you grow up with that, like, I ain't gonna never let nobody do this to me, or, you know, I ain't gonna never let nobody make me feel this way again, you know what I mean? And so you you build this tough wall up, and you and you go out here and you execute this person that you, you invented. That you created, That you huh? created. You create yes, this person, You create man. this person. You see, that's what you do. And, and, you, and, and back to what you said, you're really creating this person with your thoughts that's and right. your energy. Without a doubt. And you're too young to know what energy is Without and all that. But you are creating this person for, based on your experiences, you know, yes, unfortunately. Sir. And usually it's your experiences with other adults, uh, excuse me, not other adults, but with adults, Without you know, in your life. Yeah. Whether it's parents, teachers, aunties, uncles, Whatever. neighbors, whoever it is. You know what I mean? Without a doubt. Man. That's how it happens. Well, look, man, we're at the end of our hour. Like I said, we always wish we had more minutes, man. Um, I really appreciate you coming through, Thanks man. Thanks for having for me, real, bro. man. Thanks this for was some me. good sharing right here, appreciate man. I hope you, somebody like got some good knowledge out of that. Appreciate you. And uh, the thing that I love the most, man, is your thoughts, man, become your reality, That's man. Reality, it's man. real. It's real, party people. That. It's not some little you shit. Change you your just thoughts, you change somebody. your life. Yeah, and it don't have to take long. No, you it know doesn't. what I mean? No, it doesn't. You, you can, like, train your mind to become, you know, whatever you want it to be, which will then change your existence into whatever you want it to be quickly. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you stick with it, if Absolutely. you stay positive, you know Absolutely. what I mean, and focus, you know what I mean, and have some goals and, um, and good energy, you get that back. Yes, sir. You get that back. Last thing I wanted to say is um, – what, how do you feel about uh, what the energy you give off to people, uh, what, what, what they can get from that? What, what positivity are people getting from you now? You know what well, I mean? Well, I, I get a lot of people tell me they, they're inspired by me. You know what I mean? The fact, like a lot of people I know, they've been knowing me. A lot of people thought I was going to be the same person. You know, I was really, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey. You're trying to explain it, <laughs> yeah, but hey, man, I get it. Hey, I was really, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. a lot of people really thought I was going to come out here and be that exact same person I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just a little older, you know what I mean? Yeah. But one thing I come to learn is, you know, uh, 
people tolerated young food, but nobody likes old food. Yeah. Nobody, you know what yeah. I mean? So uh, people always tell me I inspire them, you know what I mean? They always say, you know, your story inspires me, you know what I mean? You, I, I see what you didn't did. You got out and you really just was serious about what you wanted to do and you came out here and executed. You didn't have no excuses, you know. So a lot of people, you know, is inspired by my story, you know, and the things that I'm out here accomplishing, you know, within Damn. such a short time. So, they appreciate that. That's right. Just let you know. You know, see, what I always tell people is this here, and this is life. Nobody remembers how you start. They're only going to remember how you finish. Right. Look at Bill Cosby. We ain't going to remember the Cosby show. Yeah. We only going to remember Bill was giving white ugly bitches pills. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> yeah. so all I remember by Bill. Bill was giving these ugly bitches pills. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So, it's you know. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes, sir. All right, man. Well, tell the party people where they can find you, man. Well, listen, you can find me. My name is Stacy Taylor, senior on Facebook, or Stacy Comedian on Facebook, Instagram, Stacy Comedian. And you can find me. I'm at the Sugar Shack every Thursday night. The doors open at 8. The show starts at 9. That's 1827 West Imperial Highway, Los Angeles, California, 937. Come on down to the Sugar Shack. Get you some of the sugar I got for you. Mwah! <laughs> I don't think I want to come. Down. I don't think I, I, I want to be coming, man. That shit. <laughs> all right, y'all. I'm King Mike Boogie on all my stuff, man. Follow the party people. Uh, thanks, POTUS. Uh, raise the roof. And shit, man, we out of here, y'all. Love y'all. Peace. Peep, 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 peep. Hey, oh man, I love that loveliness right there. From sea to shining sea, I'm the only MC to see. From sea to shining sea, I'm the only MC to see. From sea to shining sea, I'm the only MC to see. You a thunderstorm and I'm Katrina. I'm a big giant and you, you Thumbelina. I saw my first reggae show with Tipitinas with Pato Bantan smoking his sense of Mina. You dress like a ballerina. I'm a Leo, the real king.